Hello and welcome to an unexpected podcast. My name is Tim and with me as always, we have Rainier, Devin, Matt, Evan, and Rob. And uh, on this week's episode, we're kind of doing... <laughs> uh, that hasn't happened in what, 18 months? It hasn't happened in an age. Um, so for anyone watching and seeing uh, the screen, we have four of uh, the channel um, people together. Uh, that's because they're at a tournament. This is the replacement tournament for Nova. So we thought it'd be kind of interesting to Emperor do. Replacement, uh, mind you, I don't want to imply Nova's not coming back ever. <laughs> oh, the, the, this year's replacement, yeah. I should say. <laughs> this year's replacement. Um, and so they decided to just do an, uh, an episode in person. And so me and Rainier have joined in on them. Uh, so we're going to be talking about how the tournament's going for them on day one, as well as answer a couple questions later on in the episode. So I'll turn it over to you guys if you guys want to talk about how it's going and maybe uh, lists or anything like that. So floor is yours. Yeah, we can. Uh... Well, actually, before we do that, because Rainier's um, on a, a limited time here, and I know he had a question. So do we want to swing it over to Rainier? You can ask a question. Yeah. So my first question is, um, there's a long lasting, I guess, rivalry between East coast groups. Um, I know, (laughs) I know Philadelphia sent a delegation. Um, so just if ever, I'm just curious how they're doing. And that would include Alisher, Amanoff, Derek Arnold, and Joshua Brown. So actually on top tables right now, um, because he beat, uh, he beat Ted Cantu. For those of you who don't know, he's actually a pretty, pretty solid player actually in this area. He just beat him in the last round and he actually, uh, beat Evan. And he beat Rob. Yeah, he just beat Rob so. Ev- everybody beat Rob. So that's <laughs> nowhere else just at work. And here he comes. And he's stick. So Philly's representing pretty well. And, um, uh, that's it. Uh, Derek is uh, Derek he's doing hit, all right. Derek but, hit me second round and lost. Yeah. Um, see, but uh, I don't know. I don't know what happened after that or before that. Yeah. I. Uh, I oh yeah. I think he just accepted. Yeah. I think. He, yeah. He definitely took some losses. And then who was the last person you said? Jo- Josh Brown or Joshua Brown. I'd have to look at his scorecard. I feel bad <laughs> not knowing off yeah. of his. Name. That's okay. That's okay. I'm just curious. Just had to give a yeah, shout. We have out. another guy. We have one of the judges in the room said he actually lost. His last round. He's okay. He's, he's doing all right. That's good. Alex, good Alex for them. Well. So that's Alex good. Alisher is Alisher and Jacob Hall. Uh, Jacob Hall should be a lot more familiar for some people, uh, but, but uh, him being overseas and such. But they're, they're on top tables right now. Nice. So, Sounds good. So it's a Philly versus DCHL um, as of current. So. <laughs> okay. We can continue. Beat us on our home turf and. Uh, we can beat you guys. We came. <laughs> we we pumped him with uh, steroids before, actually, to be honest. Oh, man. <laughs> the special batch from South Korea, I sent it. <laughs> so, so for the rest of the time, we're going to talk about how the doubles tournament went, right? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> all so, right, y'all continue. I don't, all right, so, the, you know, tournament start as they all do. I mean, we got... What the uh, well, I guess we can start with the doubles. Uh, yeah, we Evan, can start with the doubles. <laughs> Evan, how was how your doubles? <laughs> uh, well, well, yeah, we um, so we we took uh, Mordor and um, Corsair and Corsair because he was taking Corsairs, I was taking Mordor to singles, so we just decided to, mm. to mesh them together. Um, and yeah, it, it went well. Uh, we we ended up um, so yeah, so so for first round because they're they're 
they're they're doing kind of reverse seated pairings. So uh, we so he he paired us with um, uh, Jacob Hall, Jake, Jake yeah. Hall, and uh, Dave McGarvey in the first round. So we were fighting. Um, we we're playing the uh, geez, what what is is that scenario? Uh, Duel of Wits. Duel of Wits, right? Yeah. Um, which is the one where you each each team starts at opposite corners on the board, and you're all there, there's an objective in the middle. And you each nominate a hero uh, from the other side's team that you're trying to kill. And the way you get points in this scenario, uh, or at least the way you m- get most of your points, is either by curing- killing the hero you nominated or getting the hero that the other side nominated to the center of the board. Um, and Jake had uh, a spider list, which was the spider queen and a bunch of spiders. Dave McGarvey had the witch king on fell beast and a bunch of orcs. Um, on brand. And um, Evan and I, just in case we ran into to Dave and uh, Jake first round, had um, uh, you know gotten together and said, "All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to concentrate on the spiders and try and kill all the spiders before um, uh, before Dave showed up." So that was what we did, and you know Jake kind of put his guys in in a clump within twelve with and the. the the setup is weird. You can set up anywhere in your corner of the table, but not within 12 inches of the center. So you end up with this kind of this, this square, this two foot by two foot square that you can set up in with this, this kind of bite out of uh, the corner near the center of the board. And what we did is, you know, basically I set up all my guys facing Jake. Evan set up all his guys facing Jake. And, um, you know, Jake kind of looked to the right and saw a gun line of Corsairs and looked to the left and saw a whole bunch of orcs and a witch king. Um, and decided to make a run toward me. Uh, and unfortunately, the, the Spider Queen, who is his only hero, like ran into the gun line and died in the first turn from uh, crossbows. Um, yeah. And uh, after that, kind of Dave valiantly uh, uh, tried to ride to, to Jake's defense. Um, but I, I, I don't think they had kind of read the scenario through. Because after a while, they hadn't killed any of our heroes. That's we knew also our guy standard for Jake. Um, I <laughs> did not read this. And, <laughs> you know, I knew I'd kill the spider queen who was my person. And, you know, I was fairly sure Evan would have chosen it too, based on our discussions. Um, but then Dave and Jake just kind of like ran back to the center of the board and sat there. But because we killed their heroes, they got no points for being in the center of the board. And, uh, you know, we just kind of took the rest of our guys backed off and stared at them. Um, and that was the, you know, we did a little fighting this way and that, but you know that was how it ended with a, I think a four zero for us. Yeah. Um, then proceeded to win the rest of the doubles. So we proceeded to win the rest of the doubles. Yeah. So who did we play? Um, well, keep in mind most people may not know a lot of the names. Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, Tom Clucci so. and Bill uh, Goodrick. Oh yeah, we played that. Tom Clucci and Bill Good- Goodrick, which and, was which was a yeah. fun which was a fun battle. They're they're great people to play with. Tom's a lot of fun to play. Tom with. is a lot of fun yeah, to play against. Also a great painter. And so that was that was a. The double scenario where you each start in two corners and you run to the middle. Yeah, and um, we just we had March and they didn't. We had March, so and we, they didn't. we got into the middle, walled off with our billions of black Numenorians and just kind of yeah, and, and shot them with. And and Tom Clucci had around at the first round after they broke, uh, we were counting that they, they had over twenty figures run off the table. Yeah, it was um, so that ended quickly. I mean, we also killed Cardouche and the Witch King in one hurl. That's as true. Well, that was also fun. our Witch King on Felbeast flew over hurled through their Cardouche and the Witch King. They'd both taken a lot of damage from, um, from right. crossbows. 
and Kardush had one wound left, and the Witch King was out of fate and wounded him off of the hit from the hurl uh, on Kardush, and then the hits killed the Witch King. All right. And, right. and, and then the um, and then the third game was. Uh, blanking yeah i know um, boy this seems like an this seems like oh it, it was, was like a month ago now it was um the, was just the, yesterday, the <laughs> clash of champions or whatever it's called the one where your heroes are getting kills oh right um against the oh the gallery uncle uh Kirith uncle legendary legion with, with zero spearmen oh no one spearman yeah. because the shaman had a spear um, um and and zero shooting um and so that was a scenario where we got to sit at the back of the board and shoot these things nice. but um you know probably the less said about that that the better. Sorry, Gallagher Brothers. That was that was stacked against you from the beginning. Yeah. Um, okay. So the GT, I suppose. Well, I suppose you want to talk about the elephant in the room sort of situation. Oh yeah. Okay. I don't know. I didn't know if you want to talk about. All right. So so that so that was that was the thing we wanted to talk about. That was yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so basically, and we're just gonna sum this up really fast because so they tried a thing here at this tournament, which for all of you listening out there, you, you probably shouldn't try this. Um, so Kids, they did, don't try this at home. <laughs> um, they, they tried a thing, which I understand the point of it, but they, they wanted to see different players reaching top tables. So they purposely rigged the first round, so that way Matt would go against Jake, Jake and Evan would go against Alisher, whom is uh, mm-hmm. one of Philly's best guys. Uh, so he they purposely did it and admitted it to them that they rigged the round to do that. Uh, but now, so while that might seem a good idea in theory, and there's ways you could execute that, and I think it wouldn't be so bad if you didn't surprise them with it. Um, it does create. Well, we, we we do the challenge, the challenge uh, yeah. rule in, 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 in the Pennsylvania events where we we allow players to submit a challenge like months in before the tournament, and whoever if they accept the challenge that you play them first round and it's a way of kind of naturally getting top players who are competitive to play against each other in a fun way, but they do it as their choice. It creates some like hype about the tournament and through the process also like, like, like this, it causes the good players to go against each other. So they're not, I guess, like, smacking on people that are less experienced See, that's a that's one of the better ways to do it right because you you they know in advance right like so i i know uh we did tournaments and i know i've I've thought about uh ways where you can just have players vote on who they want to fight first round or whatever so it's and it's not uncommon by the way to rig the first round i know i do it every single nova but everyone knows about it right like i if you travel together you don't fight each other first round i'm rigging parents like i mean that's basically what that is so i mean rigging pairings is super normal but Probably should make players aware of that. Kind I'm of not sure I would call that much rigging, though. That's more it, like modifying. It was yeah, modifying. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> technically, though, Having if carpools not play each other, isn't like rigging the event. Well, right? if, if you think about it, though, if, if Jake is like one of the better players in this area, and you traveled with Jake, then now you know you won't be fighting. Well, I, to rig. Well, it's I, get, I get where Rob's coming from, yeah, though, because I mean, in theory, right? It it makes sense because you know you don't want to play the same people over again. But if by chance some, but you know, random draw, Evan happened to get Matt in the first round of Nova, you take away that possibility, if that makes sense. So yeah, you take yeah, away. You are, you are helping limit, almost limit. With a five-round tournament, you can submarine depending on how you how you do. So you could almost make it where uh, you make it easier to get a, at least top placement, maybe not number one, but top three. By now, you just sent so Matt lost his first round. So theoretically, he's going down into the lower, and now he's getting massive swings, massive wins because he's fighting easier opponents and crushing them. Although that didn't happen the third round. 
Oh yeah. Oh, what happened? We, we can talk right, about. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we, well, I don't know if we'll go over every round, but but that that was probably the more interesting thing. But barring that, actually, the tournament's going well, and um, you know, you got the usual Nova terrain. You got the um, uh, you know, we got what thirty four players attending, so uh, that's pretty good considering a you know just post COVID event here up here in the Northeast. Um, you know. It, it, everything else is is fine you know hiccups as all tournaments have but other than that it, it's going well so uh and and your boys are uh going against our boys i mean i, I think overall solid it's just that one little thing where it's like all right probably could do that a little different yeah I, I mean i mean we shouldn't put too much thing i mean the odds are that i was going to play jake eventually at some point anyway and we got yeah. it out of the way yeah you, know, you got it well, yeah exactly and, if it's I mean, not round one it's round four with that said i so, mean it was a really fun game um we were playing, so we we're playing command and control. So it's the one with the four objectives, and I was playing. Oh, oh, re- re- real, real quick, should you guys first go over what you guys brought, and then like go over the games? Did we, we already do that? Well, no, I don't think we is did. Is this whole episode today just about this tournament? So, because I want to make sure we have room for any other topic. You um, you went over oh, your yeah, list last. Yeah, yeah we went over list last. Yeah. Oh no, never mind. Sorry. Playing, playing. Example, yeah. Okay. Right. So, or, or right. All right. So, well, I mean, to, to, to put this into a nutshell about what my list is, my list, so my, my wrist list is a tribute to you, Ringer. So it's, uh, I've got, I've got a 54 figure Corsair Suladan list. Um, I did it a little differently from the way you did. I have fewer crossbows. I've got a dozen crossbows and a captain with a crossbow. I've got um, Dalamir, Delgamar. Um, and then I think I got like 45 um, Corsairs. And then um, I've got Suladan, and he's got five cavalry with him. So he's got three serpent riders and then um, two Haradrim raiders with bows and spears. Um, and uh, so we're playing capture and control. I deploy back because I want to get some shooting in um, before Gulivar comes in. Um, and you know, so I have the back objective, uh, you know, kind of, well, I, I won't go into the blow by blow, but Jake comes in, there's a big, you know, there's some shooting, there's, there's some fighting, Gulivar is jumping back and forth. I'm not able to really effectively shoot into combat on Gulivar, but Gulivar is only killing like one guy a turn because I get a volunteer into him uh, each turn. By the end of the game, we ended up, uh, basically, the game came down to two combats that were actually fairly even combats, um, where if I won both of them, I would win the game. If Jake won both of them, he would win the game. And if we split them, it was going to be a draw. Um, and uh, Jake won both of them. So it ended up being a, uh, a six four, but it was really, it was really a fun game. I really enjoyed playing the, the game against Jake and I think Jake did too. And it was, it really came down to the wire in those last two combats. Um, so my second fight ring here was against Derek Arnold. Um, and he's got, um, he's got Elrond and he's got a whole bunch of Rivendell Knights. And then he's got Galadriel, not Galadriel Lady of Light, but the Galadriel from Lothlorien Galadriel um, and a couple of pikemen and some wood elves. Uh, And, you know, he started it. We were playing assassination. So we knew, and, you know, he's only got two heroes. So, uh, you know, he knew I was going to be trying to assassinate Elrond. Um, he correctly guessed that I'd been trying to assassinate him with Suladan, so he picked Suladan. Um, and then, you know, it was me kind of marching through his hail of arrows as I kept, I, you know, kind of went forward with some crossbow fire support and finally got to him at the back edge of the board. And he just kind of like went down under a storm of, of um, throwing weapon 
Corsairs and Elrond went down on the last turn to um, Dalamir, Suladan, and a, a bunch of their friends. Um, and then third round, I played uh, Ian, and I want to make sure I get, I think it's Ian Terrell. Is that his name? I think it's Ian Terrell. Um, it's, it's Ian. Yes, it is. He's from Nashville. Um, and we were playing retrieval. So this is the capture the flag scenario. And he has Barrett Door with Sauron. Um, and to sum this one up, I killed his entire army except for Sauron and ran the prize off the board. But there was nothing I could do to stop Sauron. <laughs> uh, everything was bouncing off of him, and uh, including, every, you know, even when I was shooting into the own, you know, when I would manage to get a guy in to fight him, and I shoot in my own combat to prevent him from barging, I couldn't even kill my own guy. <laughs> um, and uh, so, so he ran the objective off the board with you know, only Sauron remaining. <laughs> um, and so I'm like, well, I guess he's it's, not broken either. Uh, yeah, he's, he, he's not broken. Um, so I'm like, well, I guess it's a it's a seven seven draw. And he goes, no, I lost. I go, what do you mean you lost? He goes, my entire army isn't painted. You get the point, and I don't because the one thing they have here. Is you oh get yeah, you get point. one point no. for painting. And I'm like, That's right, dude, that. you are you are the most sportsman. Like you are getting most sportsman for, <laughs> for, for me. Yeah, he exactly. just turned his tie to a loss for me. He's such a champ. I actually played him at Nashville yeah. some years ago when he played at Arnor Horde, and he is like so so nice. So yeah, nice. that's the utmost integrity because no one would have caught that. Yeah, <laughs> like, certainly no not me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I got I got to hand it to you, Ian. That was uh, that was kudos kudos to you. Oh, so, man. all right. Well, that that was my story. Do you want to tell your story? Yeah. You so to, I was I was paired against Alisher, um, and obviously he so he had uh, Cave Drake, Spider Queen. Um, this is Philly's top. The, the, yeah. This is the, the one he's doing the best. He's, He's taken the crown since I've left. Couple, like we, uh, had a, we had a ceremony where we crowned him, basically. A <laughs> couple of Shatter Shamans, um, a regular Shaman, um, and then like a Captain and Derbers as well, and 55 models in total. So got to play with my 40 model army against 55 models in capture and control, which isn't ideal, but I'm like, okay, I can get something done off of this. I lose priority, which is fine. Um, so he's like, okay, time to use my Shatter Shamans. He goes up, casts it, um, rolls one die to cast Tremor, gets the five. Okay, that's one Tremor cast on one dice. Um, goes back, hits the Witch King. The Witch King has to burn three will in the might point to resist it. All right, that's fine. Second Shaman goes up, casts Tremor, uh, casts it through the Shadow Lord and the Banner and a bunch of stuff like that. Successfully casts it on one die needing a five by the way this is a theme here um and gets through the shadow lord kills a whole bunch of models i think he didn't fail to kill a single one wounds the shadow lord which he needs a five to do um so i fade it i roll a two and i'm like i don't want to roll a, a one on the second fate roll so i spent the two might um so it did not start well then i'm like okay i can go and get uh these shamans that he's left open and uh, I was in, unfortunately incapable of doing basic math and realizing that despite wounding on threes, if I charge two shamans with the Witch King, I won't be able to kill both of them in the same turn um, unless I roll very lucky on my two wound roll. So I charged two shamans, called a heroic combat, 
um, and only killed one of them, which mistakenly I killed the Shatter Shaman instead of the Fury Shaman, um, which is what I should have killed. Mistakes were made this year. Yes, <laughs> mistakes, <laughs> many, uh, many mistakes were made. Mistakes were made, the passive voice was used. Yes. <laughs> a series of unfortunate events. Yeah. Um, and so I didn't kill the Fury Shaman, which would have made him pass all the courage tests. Um, so now he's passing courage tests against my Black Numenorians and all that stuff. Um, and then, of course, I lose the, hero the heroic move off on the next turn. He surrounds the Witch King. Um, there's nothing I can do. The Witch King dies. Um, so it was not a good start to the game. Uh, but luckily, I was able to sort of claw my way back through it. Um, now, uh, I did kill one of his Shatter Shamans, but of course, the other one successfully cast both of his other tremors using his last two will each on one die rolling a five up uh, i failed to resist with the shadow lord both times i took a wound both times and therefore the shadow lord died um so the shadow lord was killed by the shatter shamans this game is depressing yeah you're 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 like i clawed my way back and he killed this and he killed this yeah i'm just like no, you no, know, we, we, we no, always no, talk about how, like, dice. Is, dice. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> this is move on. <laughs> don't worry. This you isn't over. <laughs> so, so the game keeps going. Um, we eventually end up breaking each other. Um, and uh, some stuff happens. Uh, I end up uh, killing a couple of models, uh, pinning some down. Um, Spider Queen gets around into the back objective. And then on it was almost the final turn there was like five minutes left um and i realized i'm on more objectives than him i can very easily win this game and so i'm like okay if we so it was two turns uh, after we broke that we played that we rolled to see if the game ended if on either one of those if i had rolled a one or a two i would have uh, been able to win um didn't happen which is you know, it happens. And that's sometimes. when he started slow play. Yeah, and that's right? what I, well, <laughs> well, let me, let's so, not be hasty. Two, so on the final turn, um, two minutes before uh, time was called for the last turn, we started another turn. And that turn ended up being the one where I botched a, a couple of combats on the objectives. Um, I lost a couple of models there and he ended up beating me. Um, that way so that's and, integrity again folks didn't slow play when he should mm -hmm. well um it, it i mean all joking aside obviously my, my luck was pretty bad and that happens sometimes um but it was a really fun game um he was a good opponent um and we we had a good time it's amazing how good opponents can make you have bad luck <laughs> i get the worst luck against all the best opponents yeah I'm, I'm curious about that too evan because you played him at a, a, a event i think in somewhere in pennsylvania um have you do you think his skills getting better oh alisher alisher oh he, he's, oh, he's getting good. really good I, yeah yeah he's, he's doing a lot any you know what there's a you know i think how easy it is to get him frustrated is a lot harder um because i remember that before but i mean he was a lot younger then so it makes sense that that would change over time um yeah he, he knew his stuff like obviously he got a little lucky with the shamans but whatever um and he, he he was making all the right moves you know there were a couple of things where it was like you know maybe i would have done something differently but he he was really solid he he knew how to win the game he knew his uh oh, 
knew his army. And, he yeah. did rules lawyer the hell out of Ted Cantu, though. So I, I all right. Tell us so this was a funny <laughs> one. Uh, it, Ted had Emer Hill with a lance and a sword. And uh, so naturally he shatters the sword and he knocks Emer Hill off the horse. So he's still got his lance. <laughs> and so, so he's like, don't you have to drop it? And Ted's like, no. And the rule book verbatim says, when you're knocked off your horse, you ordinarily discard the lance. That's what it says. <laughs> but the situation is not ordinary. Yeah, so, the, so then he was like, well, is he unarmed? How have I never caught something that ambiguous? Right? <laughs> right? I was just like, so I'm like, all right. So that implies may drop the lance. And so he was. Uh, if only we had a lawyer here. Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would have called Jeremy. You're in the middle of a game. I was like, <laughs> where's the actual? Has to be a dice off, right? Because like you could argue both sides of that. Yeah, you could. And I was just like, all right. So so we I tried could, to establish that where I could pick up a lance and <laughs> shoot you with it. And, but it's so big. That's making, making my point. <laughs> so I argued, okay, fine. He can ordinarily drop the lance. Therefore, he can ordinarily keep it. So he has the lance. So the next question becomes, can you use it in – because clearly it's a cavalry weapon. It doesn't state anything about infantry using it. So the, the argument I made was, well, what about a spear on a horse? Because spears are useless to cavalry. They're both under the same section of the rules in the special weapons category, which is – a different section than the close combat weapons, totally different category. So I was like, well, then the argument becomes if a horse has a spear and a sword, you shadow the sword because you still use a spear, despite the fact that it's effectively useless for them because it defines only infantry can use this rule it has. I ended up just saying, you know what? Ted has the lance and he can fight with it because um, elven made weapons are also in the special rules category. And we all know that you can use that as a so I'm like, if Elven made weapons are in special weapons, then therefore, yeah. So he's walking around a big freaking joust that he's like sick and <laughs> cool, right? guy with coconuts appears out of nowhere behind him. <laughs> so I'm like, you can see right, this exhausted guy running with like a lance, like, oh yeah. my god. <laughs> I was just like, what the hell, man? Like this is God, I hate that still so much. Yeah. <laughs> I actually love it. I, I played oh, a list. I hate it so much. The shade and shatter shamans. It's depressing. <laughs> it's like Evan's game. Yeah, right. Well, so except with, it makes sense. Like, yeah, I rolled dice, but they didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Evan, do I understand this correctly? Yeah, so, Evan, you played. What, what about your other two games? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, you, you go first, Tim. What were you saying? Well, I was just going to ask. So, Evan, I know he has three chances per shaman correct to to shatter is that correct? yeah he, he rolled a five on every single one of them so, so I, he rolled well, a five plus on six consecutive yeah, he, dice. Rolled, he rolled four dice each time he rolled a five and um i only successfully resisted once um so yeah rainier you can definitely let him know he, he's perfected microwaving his dice getting five <laughs> every time I mean, we it's, it's funny <laughs> it's funny because we talk about how like dice you know you, you can always kind of do something that's i mean you can't do anything about yeah, that you know yeah the inverse of this was happening well it happened i guess in the next round when i was playing against derek because he was following volleying spell after spell into suladan i think i rolled like i rolled three one die sixes in a row oh. And yeah, but, Suladan was like, bah. Bah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I care not for you. So, <laughs> yeah, what, what I've found is like uh, dice can be problematic sometimes, but it really depends on what you're doing with them. Like 
say if I throw a couple of guys into your couple of guys and they're just basic warriors, then who cares if you're rolling super well on them? But like, if you're, you know, rolling a bunch of sixes on resisting magic tests or you're casting Mm -hmm. every single hard to cast spell, just like on a six, then that's when dice can sort of become a factor. Yeah. It's, it's, it's it's like when you're, when your opponent's making all the right decisions and then your dice go wrong. Like there's no way around that. Yeah. But honestly, dice average out of you just never paid attention to the in the way roll you made. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, the problem is the way the dice average because they are going to average, but sometimes they average better on in the next things. game. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and on the next game. But sometimes every single important roll you do is a botch. And then like your normal dudes just do super well. Yeah. And then it doesn't matter. So I'm sure Derek Arnold's Galadriel did perfectly well in round three. But at the end of round two, when she was overwhelmed and slaughtered by a horde of Corsairs right before it went down. Suladan, who she had been targeting the entire game, had more will remaining than she did. Oh, rough. So. Ouch. Yeah, well, game number two for me. Oh, no. yeah, sorry, I forgot. We, we, were just, we were just all so collectively <laughs> yeah, depressed over the, the depression. <laughs> Cue cue in the Titanic music as the ship is sinking. Yeah, so I played against. Oh, I'm blanking. Um, Ben Gallagher, I believe his name was. Um, And he's a Cleveland guy, right? Um, I don't think he is. I I don't know. (laughs) I I, I looked it up last night. Oh, they're from Maryland. Um, They're from Maryland with heavy British accents. So. So he had uh, Harad, um, so Serpent Horde uh, with Far Harad. So uh, Betrayer, Suladan, um, Mohud King, and uh, Raza. Um, and Devin and I talked about this, but uh, yeah, Raza didn't do him that well this game. If you're um, playing Raza, you're coming to the tournaments and just have fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're by 70 well, points down. No, you're probably not. <laughs> or not. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> you're trying. <laughs> you're, you're coming to the tournament to sigh heavily. <laughs> Every time you, you fight against like a basic guy who shields against you and you lose. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, look. Your heart. That, elf, that elf beat me again. <laughs> yeah. Um, so turn one went fairly well for me. Um, I got a decent number of kills. Um, and I managed to get a heroic combat off, pass a courage test with my bat swarm, um, and just kill the betrayer uh, turn one. Um, and then after that, this one's for the witch king. <laughs> yeah, the witch king got his revenge in that game because yeah. he killed, he killed the betrayer, he killed Suladan, he killed the Hood King. Um, and I don't think he killed Raza. I think the Spider Queen. Get so Raza. excited, he killed your own Shadow Lord. <laughs> he was just—he went absolutely nuts in that game. Um, and then, all right, with with his heroes gone down, the the rest of the army kind of crumpled. All right, so round three. Yeah, uh, round three was against uh, Chris Snow uh, with Angmar, and I learned in that uh, particular uh, match. Chris Snow, that, who's sitting right over there. Yes. Hi, Chris. Hey. Hi, Chris. Yeah. Talk yeah, actually, come over here. Yeah. Come over here, Chris. Yeah, so, so you need to tell, you gotta tell us how badly you beat Evan. Yeah. Yeah, so so 
Chris was just a horrible player to play against. Uh, he was cheating in every round. It was, yeah, it was so, no. Here's the um, villain now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, so the two of us had a super great game. Um, was it really super great? Well, you know, I had a minor loss. Uh, Evan's a really good player. I feel that was, that's a victory for me. We had yeah. a good game. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he did really well. Um, I, I, uh, made a made a big mistake early on um and, well that happens um but i i charged the witch king into gulivar who i managed to compel over um and then i stupidly made a courage test for my bat to try and charge gulivar and by failing that courage test i ended up blocking off my spider queen from charging into gulivar so i'm like okay i can because yeah, that would happen I, <laughs> yeah this 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 spider the size of a vw bug has like a swarm of bats in front of him yeah he's like no They're i can't giant get through no way around <laughs> yeah um and so i'm like okay if i if i win um he's got gulivar's got four wounds defense five right so um i've got eight dice needing fours on average i'll kill him so i'm like okay heroic strike one so i'm lower fight value i lose the fight and then next turn, um, Spider Queen has to burn all of her will points to charge um, Gulivar. She then immediately gets paralyzed by the Barrow White. And the Witch King botches his resist roll against his Witch King's transfix. You're, you're cruel, Chris. <laughs> no, oh, he you, was. You would do this? He was. Yeah. How could you do this? <laughs> yeah. But he, he, yeah, those were some. He made some very good plays there, and it ended up being able to protect Gulivar for the entire game. He, he never died after that. Um, Birder went in on the Witch King, did a did a bit of damage, but the Witch King ended up surviving. Um, and for the rest of the game, I, I looked down at my stat sheet, and I'm like, Witch King's got like five will left. Shadow Lord's got like six will left. This is this is going to be rough. Um, and I hadn't gotten any of his heroes, so. But it was retrieval, and I ended up going, grabbing the objective with the, with the Witch King, and then crazy ruling happened. Um, Barrow White paralyzes the Witch King, and then yeah. we call over to Devin to try and figure out what happens when, because the Witch King had the relic, what happens when a model is paralyzed with the relic. Yeah. Turns out, the way it's ruled is that you can't drop the relic with the paralyzed model, and you also can't pass the relic with the paralyzed model. So there was just a paralyzed witch king with the relic that I couldn't move, just sitting there. And I'm like, like, oh god! You like fell on the relic? Is that what yeah? They, something so, like that. So essentially, in the rules, there's no rule for handing off or to take a relic from an ally. I, you have to hand it off. I thought you could so take a light object from you else. in order to, to pass a light object. You must the the bearer, and it says this: you must move the bearer. And then, so he couldn't perform that function, was move the bearer because he can't move. Mm. So effectively, the, the bearer has to do the pass. You can't take. There's nothing that happened. And we actually had this, uh, this discussion came up actually in the Warhammer World GT where they, with a heavy object, they were trying to take a heavy object and move it to, it was with a bomb. He was trying to move it to drop it on the other side. But I'm, I argued with him and I was like, you can't drop a heavy object. He, he's talking it's not a thing. Yeah, exactly. Here. I'm like, Dropping a heavy object is not a thing you can do. You just cease to continue carrying it, and that's it. You can drop a light object, though. Um, so that's what it was. It was the lack of the rule existing. Um, and then Matt will eventually find I'll get, it. I'll yeah. get there eventually. But, yeah, and, and read but it. But luckily, 
Um, I ended up uh, being able to roll the six on the revive roll with the paralyzed. And then on the final turn, I just ran all of my important models. The spider queen grabbed the, um, grabbed the relic and they just all ran away from Gulivar. Um, and fun game. I actually learned a lot. So yeah. Yeah. You learned a lot playing. Yeah. yeah, It was was super fun. Um, And so it ended up being a minor win three zero. I got the relic nothing else really happened because our guys couldn't charge each other because we both caused terror mm-hmm. so we were just botching all our um, courage tests and all stuff right. like that. all right so this is what the rule says the object can be passed from one model to another just move the bear into base con- oh i see so just move the bear into base contact with a new model and declare who carries the item yeah so the problem was you couldn't perform the function of moving the bear so now you could argue that well, the passing not, is not done by the model, but you're just declaring it is being yeah. passed. And it's done by the player, and then therefore the paralyzed doesn't have any effect. But that kind of is jarring because no other interaction in the game acts like that, where it, usually it requires the model to move. So you you could make that argument, but I'd say just the fact that it thinks you want to move the bearer into contact. Otherwise, it could have been like just if two models are in base contact, you right. may declare that the item is passed or something. Then yeah, I could get the argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> probably a good one for the um, um, FAQ. So yeah. remember it. And ordinarily dropping a lance to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, so I, I talked with I talked with Chris about this afterwards. But I think what ended up winning me the game is he chose he had no specters in his army, so he oh, wasn't yeah, able yeah, to move any of my guys. Um, and yeah, I talked with him about that. Like you know, just just take one. It, it just gives Easy you so much. Um, but. Because of that, he wasn't able to do all of the the tricky stuff that he needed to do to be able to stop me from having the relic. Actually, um, I probably will make an FAQ on another thing about it because um the heavy object one that was made an FAQ because of that incident. Right? Yeah, that's the rule. So Rainier's gonna leave us. Bye, Rainier. Bye, Rainier. Happy anniversary. Love you. <laughs> all right, well, oh, he doesn't care. He doesn't. No, I think he, no. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, he's Chris. Oh no. Goodbye. Permanent <laughs> high five. All right, well, he'll drop eventually. Yeah, he'll drop. He, he, think, for a bit. Yeah, we yeah. can talk meta. I think I've heard the word Spider Queen 800 times. And Gulivar, so, you will hear a lot, too, in this yeah. tournament. There well, are, I think, personally, four, in four this animals, tournament, actually? I've heard the word evil a lot. Yeah. Um, because I think there's, like, over 66% evil. Yeah. Um, which is, I mean, it's crazy. Um, there's... Four Angmarless? There are four Angmarless. Yeah, yep. and all, all of them have Gulabar, mm-hmm. which yep. well, yeah. at this point you're probably yeah. kind of crazy if you're not taking over the, but I mean, um, and then yeah, there's not many good armies, and if uh, the ones that exist, it's what elves, fiefdoms I've seen, and then outside of that, it's crazy. We actually have all the lists in front of us, <laughs> but maybe Ooh, a little bit over. But I don't um, think it actually says the list. Well, it just says the the brand. Yeah, of, the, the yeah. brand of list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, oh, we got a kill on some model. The other thing we can there are also I think four fiefdoms here, or probably mixes between them. Yeah. Probably between them adds up to about half, half of the good armies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are they um, um, from mostly local or just from all over? Because I know they're very popular locally. Uh, I. I mean, I, I think most of them. So Ted's here. local. Uh, yeah, I mean, we can look through them, but uh, yeah, Rivendell and Lothlorien are making up like two of the lists from out of local. But fiefdoms actually being um, so popular is actually kind of interesting because they're not a cheap army to get. So you have to really want them. 
I think it's probably because no one can play them for the past decade without like getting completely destroyed. Without, yeah. <laughs> so, well, that and spending an arm and a leg to get them. Yeah, and that, that's really the the barrier for that. So actually, the fact that some people have them means that they really beefed them up to the point where people are like interested in playing them. Um, and, I, and that's of course assuming maybe you know better than I do on this one about the you know the the popularity of the army being largely centered around how competitive it is i mean is that something that you've I seen mean, if i mean nothing beyond anecdotal right okay. it also varies so well, in the tournament community yeah. obviously right but okay. how many people are playing at home that aren't coming to events right? fair enough well, so yeah, I, i'm gonna say this right now if four long hit strike he would be ridiculously broken yeah i'm glad I mean, he's um, already pretty yeah, ridiculously but, cost. So. Yeah, his big yeah. weakness is him not having strike, him but just the ability to donuts. get, what is he, 90 yeah, points on horse? He's uh, 90 points. 90 uh, points on yeah. horse. He's got strength five with a lance. Um, he's got fight five. He's got a war horn, which yeah. is like, okay. Um, and he, he gives the... Um, the war because he's modeled it. That's the problem. Yeah. They made him with the model, so... And Forlong was invented before war horns had a, a use, like a rule, so... But, I mean, um, Erkenbrand has a horn, and it's not a war horn except for Rohan, right? Yeah, but I think he so. actually had a horn. He has a war horn. No, like in the books. No, he definitely... Oh, well, yeah, so it's justified for him, yeah. But, but Forlong, he... he Close to Forlong. has a horn in the books, and tabletop, it's not a war horn. That's Which true. is so weird. That is such a good point, Ron. Yeah, that, like, he's, he's, and it's never been in the history of the profile of Warhorn, even though it's always been a horn. Yeah, he's, right? it's just something. It's just something that he blows whenever he's fighting. Which yeah, probably what? puzzles the heck out of like orcs who are like, "Who is this guy? And why does he keep blowing that horn?" I hate jazz. The funny <laughs> part is actually in the movies, he only blew the horn to tell everyone where he was because he needed help. Yeah, I mean, well, but that's what it was. It for, wasn't to right? scare the enemy. It was yeah, like, yeah. "Hey guys, I'm scared." Like, yeah. I need. Arguably, it was to pump himself up, right? Yeah. To be like, "I can do this. I can do this." Right? It, it, it's like his like last chance. Is like, okay, I've got no chance, but maybe if I blow this horn, I can kill two extra urukai. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it was from a cut scene from the movie when like a bunch of Urukai are running up to him. They're like, "Stop! He's got a horn." <laughs> Everybody, be careful! No, it's even worse. I'm not afraid to use this. They don't actually lose a fight, so they're yeah. they're more like just like, "Oh, let me cover my eyes." Because they're all right? standing there watching his solo, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. So that is one of those rules that stood the test of time and doesn't make any sense. No, <laughs> no sense at all. It's done. It's tradition. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's been a rule. It works. Don't change it. So yeah, just like two hundred two-handed weapons getting a minus one. There you go. Uh, Balrog having um, by ten. And, yeah. Well, I, I've heard a lot of com I've heard a lot of complaints about the um, the Black Root Veil archers as well. They're very powerful. They're, you, oh, well, they're scary. You've yeah. done oh, some ridiculous scary. things yeah. with the Black Root. You killed Veil Aragorn archers. through like three ranks of Army of the Dead with them. Gross. Yes. Yeah, rerolling all your hits and wounds, right? Uh, yeah, well, there's a way you, you there's a way you can rig it so that you yeah. almost reroll all your hits, except so, for twos or something. Except yeah, for twos, you yeah. hit on threes, reroll ones. Yeah, um, and then if you call a heroic shoot, you um, reroll all to wound rolls. It's, mm -hmm. it's crazy, and with any character too. Yeah. Like I thought it was just no. doing her at first. But it's like anybody calls I mean, it. And I'm like, yeah, that's the thing. It's yeah, really strange. I've, I've seen some ideas like people allying in gambling with the banner or Aragorn Strider and just calling a heroic shoot every single time. But yeah. didn't we think of like Aldor? Doesn't he like call a shoot? Aldor can only call a shoot himself, so yeah. it doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. No, 
Aldor's. Oh, you know, no, actions don't affect. And then it was the the uh, well, Iron Fist. So, so right? what Aldor can do is Aldor can um, Aldor shoots first. And yeah, it's not that a only affects shoot. him. But he's, if he's sitting next to Gamling, he's got one point of might. So he's yeah, yeah, that's what shoot, shoot, to zero. Shoot, yeah. Shoot. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, you can do that with any anybody standing. You could do that with Gamling himself. Or well, you probably wouldn't want to waste his might though, because his might's more valuable. I think the reason you choose Aldor is because he's. Yeah. yeah, the the whole gambling one drop was uh, much better um, back when he affected multiple models. So you could ally in gambling Aldor or Haleth and get effectively three free might points every turn. Yeah, and but now it's only one might point, so you're usually better off just taking Aragorn. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's cool. So um, to get slightly back on topic. Has anybody brought topic? Lady of Light? <laughs> Never. Have you seen Lady of Light? No. no. Actually, no Lady Light of Light. I mean, lots no. of evil, not a lot of good, and I'm not it's, seeing. I think it is circumstance. Of it's circumstance of the fact that there's yeah. so many evil armies, though. So, so many people were denied the ability to even take. But it. even not knowing that it was going to be a lot of evil, I feel like you'd see Lady of Light at a tournament, right? Like she's. Yeah. It is shocking. It is very shocking. She, she would be especially strong at this tournament because yeah. so much Angmar, so much yeah, Mordor yeah. stuff like that, where she's so good. Um, Maybe it's just me now. I, I don't know, but I'm starting to notice sh- she's not being taken as much nowadays. I think people are getting to that point now where it's kind of like Rangers, where it's like, like yeah, you can take it, but it's kind of like, hey, dude, don't take that model anymore. Like, just only for like the very specific scenarios, like Articon, maybe where you would take it because it, she's just getting to that Rangers of Athelion kind of point where you're just like. It's just too good. Why are you taking it kind of a th- situation? I feel the same way about like Gulabar and Spider Queen too, though, right? Where they're so ubiquitous now. Well, right? but Gulabar can only be taken within the list that he's yeah. in. So and it kind of makes sense. Yeah. And also he's he's only effective because he's in the list that he's in. Because without heroic strike and his soft, fragile body kind of thing, he needs an army that shuts down the opponent and, and just basically feeds it to them. And he, he's always in the perfect army for him to operate. I think you throw Gulivar in like Casa Doom and he's not doing much. Well, okay, not much, but like he's not doing as effectively yeah, you as you play he's him now. in a much different way and he's probably not as good. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only thing you really want in an Angmar list would be the Shadow Lord. Um, that's yeah, probably exactly. the only thing you'd want because it's his one weakness is shooting. Um, but other than that, uh, the list is pretty self-sufficient. So there's the Lady of Light is kind of weird in the fact that, one, you're penalized because she can't lead a warband, so you're automatically paying a hero tax, and then you, you just ally her everywhere. So that's yeah. where it's kind of like, but I, I think she's less of a, I think she's more of a, that's more of a consequence of how the game is, which is the shooting tech is real with Corsairs mm-hmm. and so many people. I mean, even here, I think we've got a pretty good play. I mean, fiefdoms and such, shooting is scary. So how much anti-shooting tech is there in good? Like three? Gandalf, um, Gandalf, the White, and... Uh, well, and the other... Gandalf, Gandalf, the White, Kyrdan, uh, and, and Lady White. Lady oh, and Gladwell, the two variants. Kyrdan can't ally really anywhere anymore without um, either... Glorfindel, oh, yeah, or one of the big hero. elves, so or now, an elf yeah. captain, which no one wants to take. Um, and Lady and of the Light then, is 50 points cheaper yeah, than Gandalf. Gandalf, so. Gandalf is 180 points, yeah. which is like, you better be taking him with a warband of survivors of, La- yeah. of Lake Town, and, or otherwise he's not doing much. And he's just he's just unreliable um, if you don't take him in like pure Lake Town. Um, yeah, and then so, Gandalf, I, I don't know. I mean, I think. Gandalf's a solid option. The yeah. mounted Gandalf is, I think, the guy you want to take with the mounted Rivendell for us. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. Yeah. A mobile army is going to, but, but basically you get the point is that it's not Galadriel who's the problem, that it's a lack of options or just shooting meta in general. And Gandalf well, the White is too expensive, by the way. We, we and yeah, Gandalf the White's off the table. He's too with expensive. That. Yeah. No, the, I, the whole think... thing with sorry, the whole thing with Galadriel is that you can take her with really big heroes. Like there are ways at eight hundred points to take her with like two mega heroes yeah. and just crush stuff. Or an Iron um, Hills chariot, champions chariot. Uh, I don't know anyone who would ever do such a stupid thing. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, some legend out yeah, there. Yeah, Gan- Gandalf the White is well almost double her points because Gandalf the White is two forty. She's one thirty. Um, and, uh, he, he does the same things that she does. Uh, they're basically similar in combat. So you're just paying a lot of points for Sorcerer's Blast and Transfix and, um, Compel and that sort of thing. So, and that's, that, that's, go ahead, Rob. No, I was just going to say like, to your point, I never used to, or wanted to run Lady of Light, even though she's a good model, but like when you constantly run into nothing but Angmar and Corsair shooting and over and over you're getting beaten by these evil armies and she's literally the only answer she's your answer she yeah. suddenly ends up in every list right? exactly so, yeah it, it, so it's almost like you're forced galadriel into it. is the answer galadriel really is the answer yeah it almost <laughs> yeah. concerns me with like if they figure out how to nerf her which by the way the probably part of the reason they don't nerf her is because like how do you do it do you make her not a hero of valor that doesn't make sense no you, you make her cost two hundred dollars to buy Five. That's that's one way to do it. Gamers will figure it out. We yeah. all bought small. Not all of us. No one's ever going to play 30 Nights of Dale. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I, all right. So I, I know. I know we've talked. Let, let's try to get back on topic. Well, I mean, the topic was the meta. Again, we had a topic. It's a round yeah. table. It's no, fun. I mean, I would think the I topic mean, was a meta. If yes. the topic is the meta. Lady of Light is the meta and the lack of Lady of Light in this tournament. I was going to say, that, I think it's a valid like observation, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's weird it's that at a competitive tournament of 34 people, you don't see a single Lady of Light. Exactly. And it's, yeah, fair enough. I, I, and it's the I volume just, of evil models that you, well, is it, armies that well, actually, do not have the opportunity. How many yellow alliances are there? I think it's, that's another thing. Yeah, a lot I of think it's here. almost exclusively me. And um, then Alistair has a yellow as well. Yeah, I'm I think. Really sure. Oh, yeah. and, and so everyone's well, green. Uh, somebody took Gondor and Aragorn, uh, Strider from Fellowship. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, so it was, it yeah, was Boromir, uh, Boromir and Aragorn. Definitely uh, a large majority. Rest of in it. peace, my list. Yeah, you can't do King Elisar anymore, but you can do Strider. Um, I actually have thought about trying that. Does anybody know how it? So, goes? so you're saying near enough everybody is green, though, correct? There's no who's piloting it, though. That's the problem. So it's what, hard to I, know. What'd you say, Tim? So you're saying near enough everyone is green? Yeah, yeah, it's like pretty much everyone is green. Yeah, or just not allied. Or, or yeah, mo- most of the armies are pure. Um, it's, it's good, I guess. There's right? a, there's a bunch of legendary legions too. There's a Dunlin legendary legion there's here. Two there's an army of, two Dunlin. Oh, that's awesome! I love that so much. There's, uh, there's an army of Gothmog running around. Um, Return of the King. Yeah, there's a Return of the King legendary yeah, legion running around. That yeah, you usually usually see one of those. Yeah. Um, so, uh, is there any model that you're seeing a lot of that you wouldn't expect to see? Is newer person, actually. Um, so models that we've seen a lot of that we wouldn't expect to see. Um, seen a lot, uh, well, I guess not a lot of, but are, are you're seeing more than usual? And oh, is there anything definitely Gulivar, the Angmar Gulivar list, which it kind of depends on your definition of more than usual. 
Yeah. Uh, if you're saying like, because usual lately has been Goulevar and then Angmarless, but yeah. But I mean, one eighth of the people here are yeah, playing Goulevar and Angmarless. There's a lot of people. I mean, outside of that, you're, you're, you're going to see some outliers, but there's no like unusual variants. It's not like I'm seeing Woses suddenly here or something. Um, you're seeing the usual suspects. I mean, it's not, you know, evil, evil majority, but. Yeah, it's not like uh, there's anything real wild Fangorn list or like, which I say wild. Apparently, the Canadians play Fangorn all the time. I'm I'm, I'm shocked by that. Here. Yeah, I, I was just like, oh, all right. Well, I mean, they're, they're Canadians. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you think the reason is, in your guys' opinion, why it's mostly evil? When I think a lot of times, because we've talked about this, a lot of people tend to believe that good is much better than evil. I think the only answer is most Americans are evil. Yeah. I mean, I know it's true in my case. Yeah. I mean, we're well, the kind of people who put a lance on an infantryman. We will skewer the competition. <laughs> um, well, so, so yeah. sorry, I, I was yeah. thinking like part of it is. I generally think people enjoy playing evil more. Um, it, it depends, but evil has more like tricks and fun things you can do. So a lot of people find that more enjoyable than just good. I got my fight five shield wall. I'm going to push them forward. And I'm going to grind through you. You yeah, hold your cup. Yeah. I, I got my fight five shield wall that you can only shoot at and hit on a six. Yeah. Forward we so go. Do you guys agree with the concept Evan said where you find good more boring than evil perhaps? I don't Wait, think more yeah. boring. Boring? Who said that? No. no. Well, well, I, said, well, I, I may be paraphrasing what he's... More enjoyable yeah. to play sometimes. Yeah, maybe yeah, more enjoyable is the better way to put it. Um, and also, I think another part of this is that no, one, no one's been bringing Galadriel Lady of Light, so they're like, okay, I've got nothing to... Nothing deals with my magic, so I'll just take the magic. You know, if I'm going to have to theorize... Um, I mean, we're talking about a local tournament... I, I'm trying to wonder how many. I guess there's enough attendance from outside locality that. Well, I know locally evil is pretty popular. Right? Yeah, like for good. It is DC. So. Yeah, it is DC. No, I, I, you know, yeah. So that's so sad. Too. I just got back to Evan game one set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, outside of that though, I mean, if we're looking at it, I mean. It, you know, it, I was going to say, well, locally we all play together, but actually we've got a good healthy mix of people here as I'm looking at these names. So it's, you know, I don't honestly know. I mean, do you find, so for, do you find in your experience, uh, it, for those who don't know, Rob's actually a, I don't know, if you, a GW employee. Or yeah, I moonlight there. You yeah. moonlight. So do you find sales for evil models from where, from your perspective anyway? Like, is that true? Um, I don't know. I kind of I think that newer players do tend to gravitate towards evil more, um, and I think it's because a lot of people think evil is more fun, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're either playing Return of the King because they got the cheap ghost set of the starter set, right? Yeah, and yep. they're the easiest starter army ever, or they want the like fun stuff because evil's big monsters, right? Hordes of troops, and it has just a little bit, um, just a little more of an interesting appeal, I think. But yeah. that's. That's entirely anecdotal. I will say, if I was a newer player, I would be definitely more attracted to taking things like trolls. Like that yeah, would be I mean, something. You see a lot of trolls. You see a lot of fell beasts. You see the kind of big ribblies that you know that people find interesting, both visually and 
I mean, a lot of cases also is, just... Is Gribbly a technical term? It is a technical term, okay. yeah. Um, if you want to look through your rule book, then leave <laughs> <on those. laughs> Page 196 on the third paragraph, Gribbly. So, so, I mean, you know what? That's actually a great point. I'd say uh, that could mean rise the popularity of evil is the fact that you have... Now, a lot of evil armies that once weren't good now are good, and now you can take a lot of these really fun toys. Wait a minute, I'm lost. Are you saying that evil is now good? I always thought they were, but... You Does know, that mean good is now evil? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. No, it's going to be confusing. Can't keep track anymore. Yeah. <laughs> to the facts. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to offer one point. There you go. I think if you look, uh, hi, Christian. Like hi, Chris. Now. <laughs> um, thank you for having me on the show. Um, a lot of the good lists have, were pretty cab heavy, and I think that was one reason you didn't see Lady of Light, because she would just be outrun. That's a fair point. Uh, I, yeah. I play-tested Sirian. And I have mostly Rivendell Knights. There's just no way they can keep up. So. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. No, I was like, yeah. So actually, that is a good point. That a lot. Yeah, I mean, not seeing the list. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, although I did play against a Rivendell Knight list that had the other Galadriel in it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, which is unusual. Yeah. Well, I don't know why you put Galadriel in a Rivendell Knight list. I don't know, but it's not that much of a savings. Right? Yeah, yeah, no. So. Fifty points. I mean, that's worth dropping yeah. two cap. Maybe it's because you had the Pikemen and they wanted the the fight sticks guys, right? Warband. Oh yeah, maybe that's maybe it was. Why would he want Pike? Why would he want Rainbow? Fight six. I mean, I, 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 I did talk about it afterwards, and in the direct defense, he said, "Yeah, I, I had to like kind of put this together in in a hurry because I forgot to submit my list." So uh, <laughs> it may have been that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but potentially. So, so I yeah. All right then. Um, well, yeah, I can't explain the rise of evil in such mass degree here, but... Uh, well, I mean, I, I think maybe that's worth tracking over a couple local tournaments now that they're that's popping true. up to see if it's completely yeah. by chance or and people I know. during the pandemic and they want to play with their big well, toys yeah, or and, what. And, and, like, whether the meta... I mean, the meta always seems to, like, overcorrect, so yeah. it could be yeah. we're going to go to the next yeah. one and, like, everybody... Everyone. Well, so I, Lady of Light and I, I know next tournament, I am 100% taking Lady of Light with, yeah. what, with what I saw here. I keep her in my yeah. pocket. And, just and, in and <laughs> Two-thirds of the other players at this tournament are saying the exact same <laughs> thing. They've all ordered their, uh, <laughs> what is it, the White Council set that's about to come out, or is yeah. it out? Um, no, it's not but, out yet. So yeah, but it's so like, everyone's they've, they've all got reminders. it on pre-order. They're like, okay, we got to paint her up, you know. Yep. Just oh yeah, with this new legendary legion that's coming out, I think Gladio will be back in action. I don't. Well, okay, uh, the, the legendary legion <laughs> I think is going to probably be another breaking of the fellowship, just because you know yeah, it's, sure. it's just guys. And um, how many models did you say it was? Uh, for the legendary legion, um. Probably like better ask Nick. They said it I mean, it's it's, it's got to be right. I mean, yeah. it's because it's it's the it's the, the storming of Dolgoldor. Yeah. So, is, is that what so they Saruman, put that? Is that Red, I guess. Yeah. So okay, so, then yeah. how you can make that competitive is impossible. So I'm going to go ahead yeah. and say that that's not going to actually do anything. I mean, three wizards in one list. <laughs> I think it's going to be popular simply because a lot of people like not painting a lot of models, and it's the same reason people take like the fellowship, right? Yeah. Where they're like, I want to buy one box. As soon as you hit models. combat, you're going to die. Yeah, yeah, not everyone cares yeah just take new. the break yeah, of the true. fellowship. No, I mean that'll be. A, I don't know. That wow, that is got to be. A, it's gonna be like I, you're I, right. It's gonna be like breaking the fellowship. You I can't have to do say it. the breaking the fellowship list is a lot of fun to play. I mean, I, awesome. I, yeah. I, I'm not. I mean, I'm not trying to take it to a 600 point tournament. Although I was seriously thinking about it, but it is. I mean, just as something to like, you know, in, in a pickup game at home, we were like, hey, let's play 600 points. Pull the breaking of the fellowship out. It is, it is just so much fun to. Well, you could take it to a more casual event, so, right? Like, so what made there. it more fun than just playing fellowship? Um, because it has enough 
things in it so that against a good player, you're not going to be, you know, you're not going to be like overwhelmed by, you know. Men. So it is actually like ish in a mid tier competitive, you would say. Yeah, like, no, it is. I mean, in, uh, the reason it is, the reason it's not like a competitive list is because there are so many scenarios where you fire a whole bunch of figures to move to right. win, you know, because, you know, for, it's, it, it, it's, it has real problems with objective scenarios because mm, yeah. once people kind of figure out the way you deal with breaking the fellowship list in objective scenarios, you just run away from the fellowship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you don't, like, you don't, don't have so many in that yeah. list. You're all on foot. Um, yeah. At least the fellowship can take horses. Yeah. But if you're playing a scenario that like does not depend on getting an objective over here and an objective over there and an objective over there, it's a lot of fun to play. And it's a real challenge to both play with and play against mm -hmm. if you're in like some sort of head to head fight because it's you know you've got you've got all these heroes who are you know virtually you've got a bunch of heroes that are virtually unstoppable but in order to keep them from getting surrounded that you have to like do weird things with your with your hobbits yeah and then like desperately try and keep them from dying um so it's, it's, it's a like real interesting answers. yeah i mean it, it, it's like this game within a game of like you know who's going to call the heroic combat to save the hobbit over here yeah you know whilst and you have to keep like keep up a constant kill rate or you're yeah. going to get you have to kill the guys as they're coming in or else you get overwhelmed and surrounded. It's really a lot of fun. Yeah, it sounds awesome. awesome. But anyway, um, so we actually had Avery, who's here with us, actually had a question. Do um, you want to come over and pose the question, Avery? Yeah. All right. Um, my question was uh, whether you can use the white warg. Uh, well, two, two, it was twofold whether the white war could be a target in assassination because it is a target in uh, fog of war. And then also whether you could use it as your assassin. Did you hear, did you, Tammy, can you hear him clearly? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was it, it's a little light, but I could hear the question. So okay. I think it'll be fine. But basically, yeah. White war can mm -hmm. be the target in assassination. And then can you use the white war to kill your target? So I'll, I'll tell you what my ruling was um, when he asked me the question. Uh, so to answer the question of can he be the, in fact, you know what, can we turn the rule book on this? Because I can forgot my reasoning for the rule. Oh, actually, right. you know what? It's here. I'm breaking stuff. Nope, never mind. It's not here. This All is right. an FAQ. Yeah. Does anybody uh, have a rule book here? No, that, that's I, a scenario. I have the, I have the, the rule book on so, my phone. So what I said, it's a, it's a scenario that that's mostly, right. but basically, uh, can you pick him? So you, you pick, I believe. It depends on whether it says a hero or a model, but I'm pretty sure it says pick a hero. It is a hero, and therefore he can be picked. Done. If it's a model, then okay, it's ambiguous wording because it's all one model. I still would because then if you if you argue it's the whole model and that's what it is, then when they split, it's like okay, what part actually took it? Do you just get to choose? Like, so I'd still like to think it's still just a hero, just for the sake of you know reducing the complexity of how that would work but so anyway i think it did, did say a hero and if i'm correct and matt's gonna tell me if i am then that's why i said yes you can target the white warg as your target yeah the problem was the kill the other thing that's what you couldn't do yeah. so the white warg if you wanted him to kill your target you would have to dismount because you never actually attack with the white warg yeah. you're always attacking with the rider and the rider's just taking the stats of the white water. So that's where I said, while you could do it, you'd be forced to dismount to pull it off. Yeah. And, no, and so. by the way, I think I, when he had asked me this question before, I think that was how I, I had come out too. Oh, God. And, um, you know, part of the problem is, 
I mean, you're right. The rules are schizophrenic as to when a when a hero on top of another hero is a model and when it's two heroes. Because yeah. there are certain circumstances when it's two heroes and certain circumstances when it's a model. As far as I can tell, there's like, you know, it's when Jay wants it to be a model, it's a model. <laughs> when Jay wants it to be two heroes, it's two heroes. And, <laughs> you know, you can't you can't disentangle it from the rules. But I mean, yeah, I mean, if you look at the fog of war scenarios, which I understand have been ruled to say like the white war can, yeah. can kill him. It's the exact same wording as in then. And I know in fog of war, you can select the, it's just it, the only new circumstance is the fact that you have to kill a hero with a specific hero. Yeah. And then that, that was where it got kind of interesting. Yeah. Did, did we answer that? Yeah. Yep. All right. I didn't, I didn't end up using it for oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Matt, is there anyone else over there who has a question? Uh, I don't know. Chris, do you have any questions? No. All right. All right. All right. Uh, I got one from Samir. That's um, that's what I was going to say. Go ahead. Um, I'll pull it up on screen right now. Uh, Samir asks, "What's the biggest challenges you guys have experienced thus far?" And he asks, "Any surprise list comps that are performing unexpectedly?" We kind of covered the second one, but I guess we kind of talked about what were weird lists that are here rather than what are performing unexpectedly. So is there anything that's been doing really well that was unexpected there? I got to tell you, um, trying to stop Sauron in the retrieval scenario was unexpectedly hard. <laughs> <laughs> when, he, yeah, when, he, tracks. when he grabbed the flag, put his head down, and uh, just started rolling toward the edge of the board. There is only one Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, doesn't right. share power. <laughs> I'll say the uh, only thing I've noticed is, um, it, it, and this is due to some circumstances of the tournament where you know some of the best players got paired up round one, so they, they were avoided by some of the other players. And um, so basically, Army of Dunland is kind of high on mm. two counts. Not to say the Army of Dunland is bad. Jay won the Warhammer World GT with it. So well, clearly, me, it's. I think yeah, he got second, but yeah. either way. Yeah, or second or first, but very, it's a pretty hard he won, tournament. He won all of his games with that specific yeah. army list. So. so so clearly, it has some utility to it in order to win a various amount of scenarios. Um, but it's I don't. It's interesting because I don't think there's a lot of Rohan here either, right? No. There's like one. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's like so one Rohan player. Despite the fact that there's no Rohan. Yeah, so yeah. you lose one of your special rules, basically. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that that's the one I would say stood out is that Army of Lake Town. I mean, Army of Dunland was high up in both in both army lists that uh, that were being played. Now, the skill level of the player, I have no idea, um, but that that was something interesting that stood out. What did you say? There was a two part question, wasn't it? Yes. Um, the other part was um, what experiences, uh, let me, let me just pull it up here. I just got rid of it for a second. Um, it's just loading in one moment, one moment. Uh, right here it is. Uh, he asks, what's the biggest challenges you guys have experienced thus far? Um, I'm not sure I know how to answer that question. Well, I mean, <laughs> the big challenge we had were round one. Yeah, um, right. yeah. Uh, um, I mean, yeah, I, I thought I was a strong opponent round one, but I mean, like, we, even if we assume that that happened by random chance, let's just you know, normal tournament circumstance. Um, any other challenges? Well, I was judge, so I don't know if he's talking about challenges he fought in game. Uh, I think you can interpret that however you'd like. Evan can't roll for shit. I mean, you know, maybe Evan's got challenges. You know, I don't, it's fucking, uh, 
depressing games. <laughs> it sounds like it's been a rough tournament for Evan. To be fair. <laughs> yeah, I, I, halfway through, I was like, I'm just going to throw these out and buy some new ones. Yeah. Your wrists have gotten yeah. soft and fat in the pandemic. Yeah. Evan, do you remember that game we played at Rainier's tournament where uh, you took the, the Rangers list and I took the Lake Town? Yeah, it um, was just kind of like, that's why I imagine it going down for you like you. Yeah, we we just kind of yeah, and in, in that game, I think we just kind of both just like gave up halfway through, and we're like, okay, let's just roll some dice and see who rolls worse at this point. Basically, we went to uh, I think it was what five hundred points at Rainier's tournament, correct? Yeah. So I it was a five. The the ever balanced Rangers of Athelion. And so it was one of those things where you had to get to the middle of the board, and Evan had like forty bows, so I'm just like, all right, this game's over. So <laughs> you just kind of accept it. I got into the middle of the board, pushed past the whole ground objective, and he couldn't really get to it. And we just, you know, rolled some dice and had some fun with it at that point. Was that like the scene in? in did anybody see the movie Gallipoli from way back when with a, a very young um, Mel Gibson in it? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. a million years ago. Yeah, that's right. It's it's like it, so. Tim was like the scene the scene at the end where he like you know he drops his rifle and he takes all his stuff off and he just climbs out of the trench and just runs unarmed toward the you know waiting to get shot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds about right. That's yeah. what every game against yeah. Rangers of Athelion was. Yeah, <laughs> unless you had very specific counters. All right. Um, thank you for tuning into this episode. Oh, wait, wait, one more. Thing. Oh, we got one more. All right. Oh, uh, I guess there's one um, more. I. I was. I had a question, which was uh, thinking about legendary beaches that are coming out. I feel like there's a interesting mix between some that are not competitive at all, some, and then some that are so competitive to the point of being. And I was just curious if you guys would care to speculate on perhaps Actually, an upcoming book, I, and then farther reference you on that one. You had yeah, a great I, theory. On I that. think we've we've talked about yeah. this before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, oh, wait, Tim, Ted, did, yeah, Tim, Tim, did you hear that question? Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay, cool. So. So what we've talked about before, and my main theory about legendary legions is because of the way they're structured and their their limited um, pool of models that you can take, make them extremely polar. Um, So for example, um, ranges of Thillian shoots, uh, breaking of the fellowship is six models, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Same Um, magic does very, you know, heavy magic use on the, ring race uh, yeah um even the army of the dead one gets shut down by magic and bodyguard um they've all got very they've all got very strong counters and they're also very strong against stuff and what that does is it makes it so either an army list is completely terrible and doesn't function because of how limited their roster is or they have one thing that is just so obscenely powerful that they can just crush everybody off of the board um and that's sort of the theory behind um, uh, Rangers of Athelion mainly and uh, sort of Black Riders uh, in some respects, though we haven't really seen them um, do well at a tournament. Um, I don't think there's been enough time yet. Either. No, there hasn't. Um, and then all, all the other legendary legions are just so limited that they're, they're, they're kind yeah, of... Yeah, so you also had um, yeah, the bombs. You the referenced Helm's Deep One. The Helm's Deep One, yeah. It's, a, it's another one that does a thing very well, so it they, they thought of an idea. Hey, what if we make siege weapons more powerful? And they, they scaled it up. You know, and there's a reason they don't do that in the normal game with justification of, well, you don't have the models. And so now it does that very well. And it, uh, I mean, yeah. if you don't know how, why it works. I, I mean, I really, but, I, I really wish, I, don't know, I, I hope they are starting to put more thought into the legendary regions because there have been so many that came out 
that were just broken. And I mean, they're broken on either side of the spectrum, right? right? I mean, you, you would have some like Rangers of the Thillion were just broken because they were uber powerful. And even Riders of Theoden, which was just better than Rohan and still is. Yeah, I know. And, and then they have to like make changes to tone them down. And then you had the ones like, um, uh, what's what's that? Men of the West. Men of the West. Yeah, you can't even find an excuse to play. It is, <laughs> like, it's so it is so abysmally bad that it you only you only take it if game. you want to play yeah. Themy. Um, and even then, just play the normal army and play a Themy. But yeah, I, that's the problem is they just they're so one direction that well, you can miss the market. Right. I mean, I feel like the legendary legions kind of come in two flavors, right? One, and I'd say majority is what you're saying, Evan, which is skew lists, right? And whenever you have a skew list, it's going to like go like this, right? Yeah. You're going to have your good and bad matchups. And then there are the couple that are just like almost too remarkably balanced, but that in a way makes them uncompetitive because when you can take allies and other lists to cover weaknesses, right? It's going to make the ones that are remarkably balanced, but limited by the fact that they can't do that just you know mid-table yeah, so you were actually were talking about dunland um well or like yeah, 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 that probably guard, fits, yeah example, right? that's guard. like a perfect combined arms army it has a little bit of everything but like well that that's never gonna suffers really from play. being worse than um the the helm's deep one um and the helm's guard one. well helm's yeah, deep one helm's guard, stops yeah, being functional yeah. past 600 points you have uh, one hero trying to do all the heavy lift yeah the the one with uh the elves and stuff no, no I, sorry. I'm I'm thinking You're talking about Defenders of Helm's Guard. No, no. Exactly. Yeah. That's Helm, what I was Helm's talking about. Helm's Deep is the one. Yeah. You're, you're talking about Defenders of Helm's Deep. Yeah. yeah. So that's another one that it does a thing, but yeah. it is balanced because once it, it gets past the shooting, it's got a solid force. Yeah. Um, but, and by the way, I don't think that there's anything wrong with the legendary legions that function in a particular... Like, obviously, the Breaking of the Fellowship only functions at 600 points. But 600 points is really fun to play. Yeah. And I mean, I think Helm's Guard is that way too. It really, it's really only. Are we talking about Helm's Guard or Defenders of Helm's Team? No, I'm talking about Helm's, Helm's Guard. Helm's Guard. Yeah. Helm's Guard. Helm's Guard. Hammer 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 Hammer. Yeah, I mean, you're right. It doesn't function once you get up to 600 points and probably even when you're approaching 600 points. But like for a 500 point army, it's a really fun yeah. little yeah. army to play. Um, and, and, you know, and, and that's perfectly fine. It's just, you know, as you say, it's the ones where it's like, why would anybody in their right mind take this? Or why would anybody in their right mind take anything else? What are the, the two problems? And it's really hard because you can see GW's kind of trapped themselves in a corner where like they can't use any models they're not going to create. They don't want to change existing profiles. We've seen that, that they, they just won't do it. So, because I mean, I think even the GW team probably knew Athelian Rangers were going to be an issue. I. I can't imagine they didn't think that that might not go. But, like, if you can't change the profile, you can't add any models. And, like, I, I mean, I don't know what limitations you even make. But, yet yeah, we got to create the Legion because it was in the movies. So, all right. Um, so, I think they're limited by a number of different factors. And that sometimes might swing. I mean, I, keep my eye on now. But it's just a thought. That, uh, I mean, I, I also think that, like, maybe it wasn't that thought through, right? Like, yeah, Rangers of Athelion thematically are super cool. Right. Yeah. It looks awesome. I mean, maybe they just like thought, this, no, it's going to be fine. This isn't going to be a problem. Right. And then it just became a problem. You never know. Well, I mean, part of that was I think they had the idea in their head that it was going to be you're taking the Rangers and you're taking Proto Samus and Eagle. Mm -hmm. um, and then people never did that because yeah. why spend 
how much are they in total? Like 180 some, 170, 180 That's points. That's actually a ton. You have um, together. Yeah, because they all have all their stuff. Why spend 180 points when you can just take more Rangers? Well, oh, but even then, it was mostly the at the lower points. Right? Yeah. Once you got the higher points, people started taking them because they like. And then the list was balanced yeah. because yeah. the list with them is fine. Yeah. Um, but at lower points, it's, yeah, because you just took all Rangers and you had like 40 models at like 500 points and you'd shoot everybody off the board and no one would have fun. Um, but, so, yeah, that, I guess that's it. Okay. Um, thank you for tuning into this week. Hey, as on. always. Oh, one more thing. <laughs> Avery, Avery asked us to speculate on upcoming legions. Spec All right, so Avery, do you mean legions that from the Necromancer book? Yeah, or potentially like like okay. So we we've talked about we've talked about the White Council one. Um, that's probably going to be probably trash, right? Like yeah. five models. Well, I'm not sure it's going to be trash. It's going to be it's going to be an interesting challenge. It's going okay. to have. They're going to have to do what they did with the Black Riders, and trash, each model is going to have to be ridiculously good. Here's what I'm thinking. I think we already skill list at best. Yeah. yeah. The the Ring Wraith Legion. We've now seen what GW's thoughts are on an all magic low combat force. Okay, well, I won't call it trash, but it's not making top tables. So, well, it's just I gonna assume be the, the five yet. models not yet <laughs> are not going to do that much. But that's an assumption. I don't hey, know. One of them has a bunch of rabbits. That's one of true. them does have a bunch of rabbits. Oh, okay. So you have one mounted. Oh, maybe. Yeah. So you would have a sleigh, I guess. Right. If they're going off the movies, you said they're going yeah, off the movies. I, I can't imagine. Didn't they try not. to make them exactly so, eight hundred points? So you'll, you'll have the sleigh. Uh, you know, but. That's a lot of work for a five model school with nine already have trouble with it. So it's a thought. And keep in mind, the nine have a super important rule that stops them from being swarmed, which their only weakness, their one mate, well, not only, but their main weakness is a bodyguarded force, right? That ignores that limitation. The White Council doesn't have that. So, well, okay, you have terrifying Lara, but unless you amp that up, you wouldn't make it like that. So, I mean, like, how do you... I, what I really hope you're going to see is I hope we're going to see Saruman with more attacks because mm, yeah, if, if, okay. you, if you saw what he did in that movie, he's scene, a fighter. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he, he's he clearly not have one attack. He's like doing <laughs> somersaults. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so would you be upset if they added some rule like that with that they did with the ring wraith where they give them like minus, like, you know, you know, the, you know, the list with, um, Oh, the, the cumulative harbinger. I don't. Yeah, would you that. be upset if they gave that to the White Council, but they called it, it something it different? Some of them have harbinger naturally, so it would have. No, to well, Lady of Light. I mean, you could stack that. Maybe you could increase the well, range. What of I'd the be effect. interested in seeing is a lot of them have terrifying aura, and why not give them channeled terrifying aura? Mm -hmm. So that that might yeah. work, but then it's once again they definitely need that effect. So yeah, okay. If they had channeled terrifying aura, of course, if you fight a horde. No, actually, you know what? Channel terrifying aura is actually better, in my opinion, than getting minus yeah. modifiers. Channel terrifying aura is pretty broken. If oh, man. Said that. If they sure. don't have channel terrifying aura and I play that Legion, that's the first thing I'm doing. I'm like, well, I guess they're all a mite down because yeah. I'm going to channel this uh, yeah. spell. Well, here. I mean, so we know some other things, right? I'm sure so. they're going to get the plus one to resist magic that the White oh, Castle yeah. already has. Although we'll be completely unstoppable with magic, I think. Like, but, but in the fact of firing magic at them, you have Galadriel combined with any magic. Yeah, yeah um, and, and I'm, I'm pretty sure they're going to self-banner, so it's going to be like the breaking of the Fellowship is when you have like two of them next to each other, they they each banner each other. Yeah. So I bet that's going to happen. 
um, I, I really hope that they will increase Saruman's attacks because that's really the, when you try and play those five figures together and you play that scenario against the ring race, he's always the weak link because he's like got the one die and he doesn't have a fight value. That's yeah. So are you trying to go for the Gandalf the White thing where he gets two attacks kind of a thing? Yeah, I, I think so. He, I mean, you know, two attacks, and I'm, I'm actually wondering if he's going to get fight six or something like that. But probably two attacks is is going to be a minimum. So two attacks and a banner. I mean, he was kicking butt. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they were all. I've, butt, I have always Gandalf, thought that right? all of the wizards hmm. should have the ability, like, with that extra point of will, if they don't spend it, they can spend it to get an extra attack. Oh, that would be phase. really cool. So if somebody like charges them yeah. and they don't get the spell off. And say, all right, I'm going to use my point of my free point of will, and I'm going to get an extra attack. Oh, I really like that. Um, really like and that. Uh, well, I guess just to hit on we'll all the like other legions, because I just thought like, about this. We don't want to focus too much on one legion, yeah. I guess. No, we should focus on double this legion. Race. <laughs> um, the, the Dale Legion. He he mentions question. Oh, yeah. The Dale so uh, the, is there a Dale Legion? Do we know if nothing has been confirmed, not, but based on the models released, yeah, it's yeah, not it's coming in. Probably no. Actually, they have. I think they have. It, no, we don't know no. if it's a legion. Or I, I I would bet that yeah. there's going to be a Dale and Erebor. Combined. It's going to be a Dale. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So that's like a, a good defense okay. of the Lonely Mountain Third Age. Version. So what would you want that to be? The rule, uh, Dale and Erebor. Um, something like you know they they benefit fighting together because I mean yeah. the whole thing. Um, I haven't really read the uh, the appendices where they talk about that whole story. But I'm fairly sure the whole thing is that, like, you know, they're fighting a last stand together. Yeah. So oh, it's not going to be a pure thungle thing where you want to have no, it's like not going to be from Dale. <laughs> it's not going to. Oh, <laughs> I hope not. To each other. But just going to oh, have well, good well. animosity. Yeah. Just the, the I mean, one way theory. you could probably just represent that is by not having the ubiquitous clause of only Dale can lead Dale and Erebor can lead Erebor, so you can mix four bands. That would allow you to utilize Dale's archers. That's going to happen yeah. in any legendary legion, even yeah. if you just, yeah, even if you just had Dale armor. guys leading yeah, yeah. Dale. And so, yeah, so I guess you are, you'll definitely see an increase in archers naturally. I mean, I imagine 33% of every one of those legions will be Dale archers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. With yeah. Years, so, unfortunately, I think the, the new legion is going to be quite inhospitable to the, um, the, the new Dale guys, the, mm -hmm. the knights, because you just take dwarves. I, I don't think you would take them in that league. Yeah, you, right? you don't. Because like, you just want archers. And I, dwarves so are I think good you, I think front you line. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I think you would take Well, well remember, as a back line, because they're the ones why? that get the bonus for being charged. Yeah, so they have to be in the front rank. Yeah, that's the problem, because Ooh. you want you're going to have your dwarves in the front rank. You're probably taking roughly a 50-50 split unless... Okay, the, what if the legion, legion allowed them to confer that bonus to the person they're supporting? That would be that would be interesting. Then um, you would have dwarves in the front. I, yeah, you know, I doubt as that. we're talking through this, I suspect what we're going to see is only Dell heroes to lead Dell guys. Probably, most likely, we've seen that consistent in every legion. Because I, th I think what they want that what they want you to do, and frankly, the way I would want to play it is, you know, you've got your You've got your Iron Hills phalanx on one flank, and you've got your Dale phalanx with the knights in the front, and the other guys on the other flank, and then you know the the, the two are you know just doing stuff side yeah. by side, it's which sort of, is probably how it happened. In um, books. Yeah, I, sort I of imagine like the there'll whole... be some rules for the heroes, <laughs> unless too. unless like you know the the Iron Hills were out there in front, and then all of a sudden like the Knights of Dale came and ran up behind them, <laughs> jumped, jumped over the top of them. We've seen this in the history books. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, uh, you know what? One day what I hope they possibly go wrong. I genuinely, I don't even know why I want this, but I hope one day they make a joke Legion. It's just a total joke where your elves can leap. <laughs> like 
that functionally has no purpose in the Legion, <laughs> but just a battle of five armies Legion. They all, they all have to swap with me. They come with like little springs behind the dwarves. They jump over them. Feely and Keely have swap with swap me. Or with me. Or like yeah. If they're in base contact yeah. at the start of a phase, combat they can synergy. switch yeah, places. Yeah, well. combat yeah. synergy. No, I actually just want them needs. to literally be able to take jump tests over their dwarven <laughs> allies. Yeah. You know what? If anybody <laughs> wants to do that against me in a game, I will allow it. Yeah, How cool so, would it be if sure. they if they did like you know uh, where where Grinna can swap? They did it with them, so like they like swap places. I think that'd be kind of cool. Well, I, I think they I, didn't they actually FAQ it to like get rid of any potential actual useful application for that rule. The swap with me. The swap, yeah, because like they they said like yeah. Yeah, like because what people used to do is if somebody got like transfixed or something like oh, that, yeah, you pull them. You'd, you'd swap and them now they can't like, yeah, you can't do that. Sorry, yeah. that was actually a useful application. And now it's totally it. useless. Yeah. <laughs> no, so the problem I have with the swap with me thing is because it's going to be used practically. It's not a joke anymore. What will happen is your elves will be accidentally somehow in front or flanked or whatever, and then you swap them with the door. That's a useful practical function of the Legion, but not the joke we saw in the movie. Um, so if you want to make it actually useful, yes, yeah, swap it. If you want to make it like clearly a, a, a wink, wink, nod, poke at the movie, then you just make them. You can take jump tests. Yeah, <laughs> 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 and um, specifically over dwarves. Is there any other legion jumping. that we're not thinking of? I would totally do it. By the way, in a tournament, I absolutely would be like, I'm jumping everyone over. You imagine, and just watch a couple. Of <laughs> imagine what those dwarves were thinking. They're they're like. <laughs> We, we were all set. We were <laughs> we were, yeah. What are they doing? What? What? I, I imagine they were all thinking, "Yeah, it works for me." Get yeah, out right, of here! Yeah, right? right? They're just gonna get in our way. So. <laughs> yeah. I actually, so well, I don't want to go on a tangent. So let's go back to lists. But so I mean, that's uh, that's a two. Oh, an Easterling Legion. Oh God, I think that's almost guaranteed too. Yeah. Right? Okay, so here's the thing: is what I'd want to see. Well, unless this is it, but I'm hoping we're getting more than acolytes. Yeah. Are we? Is there any nothing? Is nothing that says anything. Okay. How funny would it be if they did like you can now take acolytes yeah, right. with that, the Easterling army? To make the army competitive. Yep. Yeah. Easterlings exactly. are now top tier. Yep. Uh, oh, Throw away your umbers. Yeah. I would be so disappointed if all that is that came out. Like literally, if that everything we've seen now is that's it, and that they just got some acolytes, I'd be like, all right, you you have really dropped the ball on that. So let me let me give GW the benefit about knowing how much Easterlings are loved. Now we're gonna get. Shield wall, know. never. A legion with shield, shield wall, shield there wall and go. phalanx. That would be shield wall and phalanx. They would sooner would die. Cool. They would never give them shield wall. It makes too much. Hey, sense. the same was said about banners for Dale. True. Well, there's, there's a whole story behind that. Yeah, Jay didn't say. actually do that. Yeah. That was about justice. Yeah, yeah. that was that was what Adam if, um, doing that at the last minute. Yeah, that was that was Jay with a gun to his head. Yeah. <laughs> what if they reduced? What and I don't know if you guys, what do you guys think about this? But what if they allowed the uh, the Black Dragon upgrade to be free on all pikemen? Uh, ooh, that would be very strong, spicy. It's, it's, would it? I would. I would actually rather have the shield ball. Like, shield ball. If you're talking about competitiveness, shield ball. Shield ball fixes that army. I, I will. I will go out and I will say it. Shield ball fixes that army. Okay. Take your oh, word for it. I've well, never played Easterlings in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm not an expert. <laughs> they don't have shield. Exactly. That's the one reason. No, I mean, if, if you if you have three yeah, ranks of guys because that it defense seven um, shield wall shield walls. I mean, the problem they have is like a hero goes in 
and um, you know, and wins a combat because it's got a higher fight value, and then because it's striking, needing five, just you know, slaughters the opposition on it, and you know, all of a sudden, if they need sixes to get past that, um, if they need sixes to get those kills, it, it solves. So, Matt, my, my, and I know we're just speculating here, but my question to you would be: you know how with the Eastlings, how if they're mounted, they can get that plus one to. So Amder could go up to defense seven and his horse oh, goes up to the horn. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. No, so no, would you no, do no. that with Kamul? It doesn't work on foot. So the get so basically you're saying what if the gleaming horde ability worked on foot and was given to the legion? Well, well I guess what I'm asking is, yeah, if, is no, because um archers would get it too. The gleaming horde didn't have anything to do with shields. Oh yeah, because uh, Am yeah. uh, Amder gets Amder it. gets it as well. And Dragonites get it. Yeah. Um so yeah, like archers would get it, your acolytes would get it, I guess. Um, so would you, if you did that though, would you give it, would you give that benefit to Kamul? Does Kamul get that at that point? Because then know. he's the only model who wouldn't, right? Because I don't know. That would, be probably, that would be funny if he. Was oh yeah, he actually, was. he wouldn't be in the Legion. Yeah, he was the guy leading the forces in the north. Well, I know he was leading the forces before Pelennor, but I don't know where he was in Pelennor because he was at the Pelennor. No, he, he he was he was if I'm remembering correctly, he was the guy who like was raising the evil forces at Dogodor. Yeah, but like yeah, but when Pelor was happening, he moved back. Remember this this uh, battle yeah, that, that, happening at the same something time. Something to consider. Like current, so I don't know. I don't actually know lore wise yeah. if he was there. Yeah. So he uh, might not be in it. Something to consider is that any legion for war in the north won't have Amder because he was at. Uh, he's oh, he's a, yeah, he's in Pelor. Yeah, yeah. So, so Amder's got a district. Oh, so by default you have to come out with something. Else. Yeah, 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 you, you have, have to come out with a new model. like you got to have another hero. Yeah, because otherwise. What legion do you have? And and to be honest with you, I mean, maybe this is this is what Easterlings have been missing is a bunch of three might heroes. They don't really have much might. Um, so honestly, I wouldn't mind them coming out with like two or three heroes that have three might because this is something they, they've always been lacking on might with this army. But we don't need another hero. <laughs> like an Easterling siege machine, and then the Legion was like the Helm Seed one, right? And you give it shield. We don't need so, another way home. Don't even Can't go there. The next so basically, so. yeah, just. Uh, yeah, if you if you made it leaderless, where you just have a bunch of captains, need that you got to give them a bunch of specials now because you you've intensified the might problem. Well, one is uh, going to become a mega captain, like all the other. Yeah. yeah. Well, but even mega captain would give them like three attacks and, and and three wounds. I would just like to see like a Lurts type model for these Easterlings. Great. Like that kind of model with that profile kind well, of thing. And take an Easterling, take an Easterling cataphract, cut off its head. Take Alerts, cut off its head. <laughs> Put it on. I guess what, I what guess if it's, it's just it? a couple of dragon called acolytes like holding hands together. That's that's your character. Give dragonites so. fight six. There you go. <laughs> that's interesting. So yeah, I, I hadn't thought about that of Amber not being there, and perhaps Kamul not being there. Kamul well, and Amber. He wasn't Dolgoldor. It just depends on yeah. when the legion takes place, right? Right. But, Okay. All right, well, then that's it. So. All right. All right. So uh, thank you for tuning into this week's episode. As always, leave any lists you have for future episodes and any ideas you'd like for us to go over as well. And we look forward to seeing you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.